When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Blake really wants me to pick UCLA to win it all. Have you filled out your out-of-bounds um, bracket? We've got our bracket challenge. It's pinned on Twitter, at Bounds. Twitter, Twitter, at Bounds, And it's also on Facebook. Search The Out-of-Bounds Show. So Twitter, at Bounds, And Facebook, search The Out-of-Bounds Show. We'd love for you to hit both and... Um, Fill out your bracket. We're going to have, we should have everything nailed down this afternoon. I got one more call after the show on a big prize. And I think it's all going to line up. So, jump in. Pick your winner. Whatever. Alabama, uh, Kansas, UCLA, Mississippi State, um, Baylor, Marquette. Tennessee's year, baby. Purdue, Tennessee, Rick Rick Barnes, who I uh, trashed that hire, and he has done. Uh, he cooled off a little bit, but he has done very well. He is Mister March Meltdown, though. He as, is as the Tennessee. That was fan, my point, by the way, yeah. in my what I my monologue that yes. day that eventually made Twitter that yes. eventually got me on freezing cold. It wasn't message board. G- freezing cold. Freezing takes. cold takes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um. I mean, he he has won more than I think you thought he would win, but yeah. not near in the postseason. And that's where Tennessee fans get upset. But they got a good roster; they could make a run. Oh, they there's uh, you know, Ziegler tearing up his knee oh, was yeah because of how dynamic he is with the basketball, which is the and key his the range is yeah. twenty five to twenty six feet. Yep. And so you know this, Blake, when you can stretch the D, what does that do for your other dudes? Yeah. Right. It gives them an opportunity to find some space. And makes them that much better. It's why Jans has been amazing this year. He hasn't had anybody that could stretch the perimeter that allowed them to do more things around the bat. Tolu's just so good, and Jans has figured some things out. Uh, And Cam Matthews is an exceptional passer, so is Tolu, that it kind of worked. It's rare you get two guys down in the post who, one, I think enjoy it, but to have the skill set to pass the basketball without stretching 
the perimeter. Tennessee was stretching the perimeter with mm-hmm. Ziegler, and then he he tore up his knee. That's the only the only way they're able to do that. Chris Jans is because he plays elite defense. Now he got somebody yesterday who can stretch the court. Oh. His name's Josh Hubbard. A little MRA action. And if 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 that commitment holds, um, Josh Hubbard is is the number one prospect in the state. Um, he can shoot it from the parking lot. And Jans already has two other guys, too, coming in. And so you'll look for them to upgrade their perimeter prowess mm. um, overnight. And Chris Beard um, kind of reclaimed two four-star prospects that had opted out of Ole Miss yesterday uh, during the Kermit Davis uh, debacle. And so both coaches doing work on the recruiting trail. We are the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Blake, the show is brought to you by Blue Cross Blue Shield of Mississippi. It's good to be blue. The official health care provider of the Out of Bounds Show, Blue Cross wants you to what? Get out, exercise, get on your feet, 30 minutes a day, vitamin D, all that kind of good stuff to make you feel and operate better. Blue Cross Blue Shield of Mississippi. It's good to be blue. We're 105.9 The Zone, ESPN. And we are the Out of Bounds Show. Uh, Blake, we're going to drop some audio from Chris Jans here in a few minutes. Yeah. And Chris Jans should have been Coach of the Year in the SEC. He took, uh, you know, a a, a nice roster. Uh, Tolu is a premier player, first team All-SEC. Super legit in the post. Plus, he can move around so well. His footwork, his hands, and again, his ability to, to share the basketball is not what you usually see in the post in college. Uh, we know how skilled the NBA guys are. I mean, you got fives who can play the two and vice versa. I mean, it's a, that that's a crazy, you know, cuckoo league. But in college basketball, you do not see a player that's that refined and that can do that many things. Especially not in Sartlore, Oxford, it feels like. Good point. I mean, maybe in North Carolina. Or Villanova. Duke, yeah. Nova, yeah, I could see that, like, a Gonzaga every now and then you'll get these crazy big man European style guys, but right in Starkville and Oxford, I feel like we're much more used to rough around the edges, raw athleticism. Yes, right. Yes. It's a little bit different. And Tolu has, and in in large, he's part, really polished. He, well, he's blossomed though under Chris Jans. He I has. feel like. I mean, again, we talked about you it. You just so, said blossomed. Yeah, and I, I'm I'm kind of digging that. Yeah, I, you know it. Uh, it makes, in the it makes sense that Tolu Smith's endearing smile is his character trait because Chris Dan- Chris Jans is the dentist. And so, I mean, it's like Chris Jans has worked on Tolu's smile and now that thing's bright and shiny, baby, and they're ready to dance. Well, do you like that? He's such a right good there? kid. I, I got to spend some time with him last Monday at the at the Mississippi Sports Hall of Fame deal, the yeah. Uh, yeah. Bailey Howell Award, Gillum Award. At Golden Moon yeah. Casino, y'all looked like that. Uh, the picture of you two next to each other looked like that NBA promo when Muggsy Bogues played in Portland, and they put him next to that seven foot guy. Yeah, that's that's what I it reminded me of. Was like here's Bo Bounds, and then here's Tolu Smith in a different part of the picture, way up high. So I I, I posted the picture on Instagram. Yeah, right. At, you should have at Bo underscore Bounds, and I was making fun of myself because Tolu has great hair, and I don't have any. And two, he's six. I don't, what is he, Blake? Six ten, six eleven. I'd have to go look. I don't know. And um, I'm five nine and change. So, 
you know, that that's what I'm working with right there. Yeah. There's six just o- there's just not a lot to work with. He's six eleven, according okay, to Okay, so the he's six eleven. Yeah. We took a we took a picture at the after he won the Howl Award at the Golden Moon Casino. Yeah, it's a full foot of difference. It's a yeah. foot and two inches. I and mean, that's insane. He's he's a good kid. Uh, and Mississippi State Pitt tonight Big in Dayton, time. Ohio. Big time. You got Chris Jans against Jeff Capel. And Capel played guard at Duke from 93 to 97. While they didn't win it, you know, they had already, uh, by then, Krzyzewski had won uh, two championships in 91 and 92. So Capel just missed that. And he was a good player, really good player. And then he's gone on to coach at several different places. Um, and he was getting fired at Pitt this year, and he went out and got some dudes. Some dudes, including Blake Henson from Ole Miss, <laughs> who is their leading scorer. So remember that name tonight, and remember the name Cummings. But uh, remember the name Blake Henson tonight, and this is a massive game for Mississippi State. They want to play on Friday against Iowa State in Greensboro, North Carolina. That's right. But so does Pitt. And it they're, I guess, fairly evenly matched. I mean, Jans is the better coach. Pitt may have more talent. Not by, like, some kind of big gap by any stretch. But Tolu is still, you know, an absolute dude. And and you've got some other pieces that have played well. And DJ Jeffries is going to be tasked with uh, with grabbing the the best offensive player. Well, I guess that would be is that Blake Henson? No, he may rotate on the other three point shooter. Yeah. We'll see how That'd that be looks. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, let me hit the out of bounds bracket challenge one more time. Please do. All right. It is pinned on Twitter at Bow Bounds. If you want to, if you want to win some cool prizes. Want to jump in the bracket? It takes about, I don't know, 30 seconds to fill out a bracket. Um, you know, if you really get into it, some of you may break it down for, you know, five minutes, 10 minutes. That's fun too. And that look, there's all kinds of teams that you know about, but you may have only watched them play a couple of games, especially SEC. And this thing is loaded with SEC teams, by the way. Eight. Eight SEC teams. And I think Jans will use uh, the kind of, hey, they didn't think we were good enough. They put North Carolina State above you uh, type deal going into tonight's game. If you can't rebound from the shellacking that Alabama gave you, it was clearly an emotional letdown after the Florida game, and they just got beat thoroughly by a better team. Right. If if you can't rebound out of that with an idea of like, hey, we can't let that kind of be our last performance, then... Chris Jans has shown you that's how that team has been built all year. So I expect a I expect a different performance than what we saw Friday. I 100% agree with you. They may no. not win, no, but this will but, be a hell of a ball game. Correct. All right, so back to the out-of-bounds bracket challenge. If you want to win some really cool stuff, and we have got a boatload of it, all right, then you want to enter our bracket challenge. Twitter at BowBounds. It's pinned to the top. Enter. Come on. Oh, password is Bounds. That's kind of easy. B-O-U-N-D-S. I figure all y'all know that if you listen to the show. It's also pinned on our Facebook page. Search the Out of Bounds show. All right. Uh, We talked to Chris Beard earlier. 
will continue to do that. That's a that's a huge hire um, for Ole Miss because of his success on the court. Took Texas Tech to the national championship game against Virginia. Is that right? And has had a lot of success. He grinded his way up, all that. Um, he's got baggage. We've talked about that. You can do with that what you will. Uh, some of you don't care. Some of you care a lot and everything in between. So, Key Carter decided it was worth the risk. Ole Miss is going with it. He's the new head basketball coach for the Pavilion and for the Ole Miss Rebels. And you can turn your team around in just a couple of players now between the transfer portal and and everything else. Now, Chris Jans has a mega monster game for the Mississippi State Bulldogs tonight. They play at 8-10 on True TV against Pitt, and Pitt's good. They they really flipped their deal, and they went 22-11 and 11 this year in the ACC and 14-6 and six in the conference. This is Chris Jans talking about uh, the preparation, 48 hours or less, and playing Pitt tonight. Well, they got great length. You know, that's one of the things that jumps off the page is they got three seven-foot guys that all play on a regular basis, and sometimes they play two of them together. Um, so that certainly, um, you know, right from the jump, you got paint protection and rim protection. And like you mentioned, you know, I think pretty well-known fact that we'd like to play inside out and play through Tolu as, as much as possible. And Pitt will, I've already known that with the film that they've watched. So um, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. But they're, they're, they're seven-footers, but they're, you know, they're long and angular and um, they run and, and they're skilled but they're not maybe as strong and as quick as some of the other guys that Tolu has played against. But, um, you know, they have a great combination of this length and size and then just shot makers, you know, everywhere. I mean, two of those three seven-footers shoot the three. Uh, they're young kids. They're freshmen. They're, I think they're twins, if I'm not mistaken. And then they got these guards that um, just can space the floor, and they're really, really old. And um, they got a really good – Really good ball club. So you've done this before, and you mentioned this actually a couple of weeks ago with us. But what's it like for you and your staff to to prepare on such? I mean, it's the same thing for them and the way you play defense. They got to figure something out over less than forty eight hours because of the unique way and style that y'all defend at every level. But what's that like going in to tomorrow night, Coach? Uh, a lot of caffeine. <laughs> Um, not a lot of sleep, especially when you, you're playing the second game of the tournament on a Tuesday and you get announced on a Sunday. So you got, you know, 48 hours till tip time and, um, it just is what it is. And at the end of the day, you know, it's not what we know about our opponent, but it's more important of how much information can we get in our kids' brain and get them to, you know, tweak and adjust how we defend or run offense to try to, you know, put ourselves in the best position. And, and that's what's most important. It's not what we can, you know, learn. It's, it's what we help these guys with. And uh, when I got a veteran staff and, and we're, we're, I feel really good about, you know, being ahead of the game that way with the guys that, that are doing the scout and uh, feeding me the information. And uh, we'll practice, you know, this afternoon once we arrive and, uh, we'll have a bunch of meetings and video and try to do the best job we can. So tomorrow night at 8 o'clock, you know, our guys are, are ready to roll. I thought he made a great point there, Blake. Uh, that was Chris Jans talking about the matchup tonight. He was on the show yesterday. 
Mississippi State pit tonight, uh, play in game in the NCAA tournament. And how much information can we get in their brain? Right? I mean, here you are, you got a quick turnaround, um, really less than 48 hours. You're jumping back on a plane yesterday, um, going to Dayton, Ohio, going to an arena that you haven't been in. And, uh, you know, you're trying to serve up a- as much as you can, but then also sitting there thinking, how much can they process and download? going into this and uh jans has has done a remarkable job starting off 11 and 0 and then they took an absolute punch <laughs> you know a body blow that put them down almost for the count yeah the think, 10 count that we all you know if if you do watch boxing or better yet boxing movies um they were on about you know eight maybe nine and then they they come out and they just start winning and people had left them, at, you know, they're done. This team will kind of look like Ole Miss mm. or, or, or uh, you know, just South Carolina mm. had a first-year coach, mm. okay? And all of a sudden, they started ripping off wins left and right. Tolu found his mojo, and then it was kind of different guy every night. Mm-hmm. Shaq Moore would step up, disappear a little bit. Davis step up. Uh, Cam Matthews, and and then they've got all these role players. And boom, win after win after win after win after win. And now they're in the play-in game. Had they lost seven of eight or eight, or eight of nine? But so they've had three different seasons, 11-0 to start the season. I think one and seven at one point in league play. And then punching their ticket with 20-plus wins to the NCAA tournament. And look, everything was on the line for this team last Thursday, and they won. I guess a Florida team that is skilled. That Florida team is skilled. And you remember that Florida team stole a recruit from Mississippi State, and he had a heck of a game last Thursday, didn't he? And you could tell that Florida had guys that were more polished on the perimeter, but Tulu did the work down low. And some other things happened, too. So their back was against the wall. They had to beat Florida, who is really, really skilled. Florida always has players. Whether or not Michael White or Golden can win is up to them. Okay? But you could tell just their their flow and their spacing and that skill set of some of their guards. You would love to have two of those guys. Um, and yet, Chris Jans was the better coach, and Tolu made the plays, and, and they, they held on even when with the barrage of three-pointers. So tonight, as Florida, you know, started amping up and shooting, what does Pitt do? They shoot a ton of threes. Yep. All right, let's switch gears. Football. Ooh. So Derek Carr is in New Orleans now. Who that? Jimmy Garoppolo is now with the Raiders. Huh? Now everybody's waiting on what's going to happen with Aaron Rodgers. Is he going to the Jets? And if not, what are the Jets going to do? Because they've waited this thing out. And and what's going to happen with Lamar Jackson in the Ravens? Now, I think, I don't think they're going to let him go. Yeah. I think they're, they're, they're letting the market, you know, do its thing. Okay. They're proving to Lamar he's not going to get the money he wants. Yeah, whatever. I don't even remember. $253 million guaranteed to Sean Watson to Cleveland. He's not getting that. Right. No one's getting that. No what okay. So they're they're allowing, you know, hey, what 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 is the 
they're allowing the market to dictate offers for Lamar. And they're going to match it and sign it. They are. I think so. The, this they may be front. I don't even know if they're that front. I think it's I think some of the NFL writers go overboard. Like Harbaugh and Ozzie Newsom and Biscotti. Biscotti's the owner of the Ravens. They've been run so well for for twenty three years or so. Um Blake, I don't think they're emotional about it whatsoever. Well I, I think- they were like, here's the plan. We'll let the market dictate and then we'll offer and then we'll move on. I think Lamar negotiating for himself makes this a unique situation that 99% of players and quarterbacks don't ever get into. True. And that makes it a more writable situation for the NFL media, right? And let's be honest, the NFL machine is constantly rolling, so they're always going to, I don't want to use the word manipulate, but they're always going to have a storyline to run with. And so the Lamar Jackson one and the Aaron Rodgers one is big, but Aaron Rodgers disappeared into a hut in the woods in the dark for four days and like isn't doing anything. So there's no... There's no fun there. There's nothing new. At least with the Lamar Jackson situation, it's different, unique, new, and he's being, I guess, courted by multiple teams. That's kind of the irony is it? it seems like teams haven't been as in on him as the, we thought they might be. Or they are, and we just don't know about it, and it's just not the $253 million well, contract. Well, that's the thing. No one's in at that level. Right. So is Lamar even listening? You know, that's the thing, too, is if Lamar has decided – hey, this is what I want, think I'm worth whatever, and this is what I'm going to get, you know, you can't, you can lead a horse to water, but can't make him drink, right? That's the old saying. If Lamar doesn't want to hear a lower deal, you can't make him listen. Yeah. If you're a, if you're a Raiders fan and you got rid of Derek Carr. Right. And you signed Jimmy G. Yeah. I mean, do you feel like you got better? I don't know if they got... No, but he he's he's still a good player. He's a good quarterback. He can win games. I mean, yeah, I just I don't think, know what Josh McDaniels is as a head coach. Yeah, and the Raiders have been kind of in no man's land for twenty years, so I'm not sure it would matter if they sign anybody. Patrick yeah. Mahomes. Yeah, you know, I just don't know the way that Mark Davis runs that whole thing, and they've gone through coaches left and right. Yep, and really haven't figured out who they are, or what they want to be nope. in quite some time. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm I think Garoppolo's you. talented. And and can can make plays on the big yeah. stage. Now twice injured. He makes you a little nervous. He is, but so is Lamar. I mean, you know, Lamar's hasn't he's been injured the last two years. It's an interesting it's an interesting discussion. And now that the Panthers, we haven't talked about this because it happened like Friday after the show or something. The Panthers trade up for the number one pick. Your boy Matt Corral gonna take on the number one overall pick at QB. Is it gonna be Bryce Young? No. Anthony Richardson? Maybe. C.J. Stroud, maybe. C.J. Stroud. That's the two I've heard, C.J. and Anthony. Okay. C.J. Stroud from Ohio State, so the, Anthony Richardson from Florida. The size thing with Bryce Young may get him at the end for the first pick. He's going to go early. Yeah. But uh, but the, this reminds me so much of the Browns pick where they shocked everybody and took Baker number one. Baker at five, you know, not that athletic, 5'11". He's kind of stocky, whatever. And I know he I mean, had, he's kind of built like a square. I he, know he looks like a guard at the two A level to me. <laughs> Somebody from like Winona. He looks like that kid that would be at a small school. Grenada. He, he does everything. Plays quarterback. Absolutely. Plays point guard. Yeah. Plays pitcher. Yeah. Slash catcher. Slash. No, yeah. yeah. He's just an. He's just a. Yeah. He's just a dog. Runs track and field. Always up at the facilities in high school. He's been like that school's or that town's best athlete since he was eight. Yeah. 
and like this is their he, one. He capped out, but but at about eleventh grade, but he's still good enough to be exceptional at the high school level for sure. Yeah. But not going to go any. You know, he making, won a Heisman. Making kick the tires at like Kahoma. I, he did more than that. <laughs> no, I'm talking about this other guy. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I mean, that, I get what you're saying. Baker looks like I, he's uh, he's been fantastic. He's been uh, Baker also looks like a guy who shaves. Yeah. At at six a.m. and needs to shave again at three. That is true. He Baker in a trench coat with like a brown paper bag in his hand looks like he belongs outside a gas station. That's what he looks like. Unshaven. Unruly. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But, okay. But now you've got. Matt Corral and the number went, one pick. You got Matt Corral and the number one pick. In Carolina. Yeah. I went to one of the nicest gas stations in uh, northwest Alabama driving home from uh, Nashville. Yeah. Friday. I wish I could remember which town it was. I go to the nice one by my house, Fleetway Market. Fleetway Market. Fuel up at Fleetway Market and smash a breakfast sandwich. Good job, Blake Scott.